Yemen is only part of the story. There have been other anti-American protests across the Middle East this week in Iraq, Iran, and again today in Egypt. The demonstrations might have been sparked by outrage over a crude anti-Muslim film, but it's not clear where the unrest leads now. It's already proving to be a difficult challenge for the Obama administration and its hopes for positive change in a volatile region. The world's Middle East correspondent Matthew Bell has more. The killing of the American ambassador in Libya and the attacks on U.S. diplomatic facilities in Egypt and Yemen should send a clear message to Washington, says Alan Baker. I think this should be a wake-up call. Baker is a former Israeli ambassador to Canada, and he's based at a think tank called the Jerusalem Center for Public Affairs. Baker says the U.S. needs to stop thinking about the turmoil in the region as an Arab Spring. The U.S. administration has to remove the sunglasses and, and look clearly at what's happening in the Arab world. And it's not a spring. And it's brought with it a, a, a huge amount of, of threats and problems. The situation in Egypt might present the biggest problem for Washington. Violent clashes broke out today near the U.S. Embassy in Cairo. It wasn't clear whether demonstrators were protesting the film that mocked the Prophet Muhammad or if they just showed up to settle old scores with Egyptian security forces. A full day after protesters climbed the wall of the embassy, pulled down the American flag, and hoisted a black banner like the one used by al-Qaeda groups, President Mohamed Morsi weighed in on events for the first time. He issued a recorded statement broadcast on Egyptian TV condemning the killing of U.S. Ambassador Christopher Stevens in Benghazi. These kind of acts jeopardize the relationships between people in the world. We are not in any way, we are not accepting those acts. We are against those acts. They are not with the people well. They are against the free world people in the whole world. Morsi condemned the anti-Muslim video. He said Egyptians have a right to protest, but added that his government is keen to prevent more attacks on U.S. diplomatic facilities. Morsi mentioned that he spoke with President Obama on the phone. What's not clear is how satisfied the White House is with Morsi's response to the crisis. Mr. Obama did an interview yesterday with the Spanish TV network Telemundo, and in an excerpt aired on MSNBC, the president was asked if he considers Egypt's current regime an ally of the United States. Here's what followed. I, you know, I don't think that uh, we would consider them an ally, uh, but we don't consider them an enemy. They, they are a new government that is trying to find its way. Uh, they were democratically elected. Mr. Obama said Egypt's new government is a work in progress. And in regards to the current situation, the president said Egypt needs to take its responsibility to protect the U.S. embassy and personnel seriously, or that's going to be a big problem. President Obama is starting to play hardball. Shadi Hamid is an Egypt expert at the Brookings Institution. I think he does want to send a message that U.S. support cannot be taken for granted. We're willing to help you with your economic recovery, but we expect certain things in return, especially when it comes to fundamental issues of national security. Hamid says no one should be surprised that Islamist groups, such as Egypt's Muslim Brotherhood, have made great political strides during this period of turmoil in the region. But Washington should not give up on the Arab Spring. What the Arab Spring provides for the U.S. is a second chance. I think that we got things wrong for five decades. We were supporting dictatorships pretty consistently and doing so against our founding ideals as Americans and that's one of the reasons 
that millions of Arabs either dislike or hate the U.S. It doesn't come from nothing. Hamid says one reason Washington needs to engage with the Arab world's new political players is that the alternatives are worse. To the right of the Muslim Brotherhood, for example, are the ultra-conservative Salafi Muslim groups, the same ones suspected of killing Ambassador Stevens and raising the black flag at the U.S. Embassy in Cairo. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell in Jerusalem.